Well, hello there, my silly gooses. Welcome back to the Midweek Breakdown, presented by My Two Cents Podcast, hosted by G2. I am G2. I am here to just talk to you guys for about a good 10 to 20 minutes about things that have been rattling my mind, well, just offhand, because this is not like my Saturday or Sunday episodes where I have things lined up to talk to you guys about this and that. This is just me just rattling a couple things off and just allow me to get free thinking off my head. So, with that being said, I just want to start off with one brief thing. Um, I want to give off some condolences to the family of Lynn Goodman. He was the, well, judge on Dancing with the Stars. Um, he died Saturday in hospice. He was 78. The cause was bone cancer. His agent, Jackie Gill, said on Monday. Um, yeah, that is terrible, but he was 78. When you're 78, you know some type of diseases or something is uh, going to come out the woodwork. Bone cancer sounds like absolute hell. It feels and sounds like it. Just cancer sounds like hell, but just think about it. When it's in your bones, it sounds like your bones are deteriorating. So I hope he passed away at least peacefully and at least not going away in um some type of arduous uh, death. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, He is survived by his wife, Sue Barrett, their son or his son, James, and two grandchildren. So again, I wish my condolences to the family of Lynn Goodman. That's one thing I want to get out of the way. Um, another thing I want to get out of the way. First, Javante Davis, he beat uh, Ryan Garcia this past week in their big boxing match. Uh, seventh round, he hit him in the spleen, I believe. People were trying to say he hit him in the spleen. I saw the clip. It was on Twitter. Everybody was sharing it. He popped him in the like spleen, and he just dropped down took a knee. I thought, oh, that is terrible. That's Utterly terrible. And like I said, all the sports casters talked about it. You heard about it on uh, Undisputed. You heard about it on ESPN. I mean, they were just breaking down the fight. And you could just imagine somebody hitting you in the stomach, just a regular person, just giving it all they got, just popping you in the stomach is going to drop you. Now, imagine these boxers, these boxers, they train like animals and they go into the ring. They have sparring partners and they get Labbed up and tabbed up in the face and the arms in the stomach. They do all this type of stuff, right? And then they think they're ready just to get in that ring. Then they get in the ring. They have a good couple rounds with their opponent. Then they get popped unpredictably, either in the chest, in the stomach, in the face. And then you just drop. That is something that I don't think Noble Fighter is uh, willing to accept. They know that's part of the job, but I don't think no fighters, uh, just like, okay, I'm gonna get popped in the chest and go fall down. I'm gonna pop in the stomach and just fall down. I'm gonna get popped in the face and I'm gonna just fall to the ground. But just seeing that, it just made me realize, oh, these guys are serious. Boxing is real serious. MMA is real serious. All these type of physical athletic, uh, sports where you will get punched. They're serious whenever they really mean to throw these things in. I just want to say, I give my, uh, tip of the hat to any boxer, any MMA fighter, anybody that's out there doing those things, because just to think, somebody pop you in the spleen, a regular person can pop in the spleen or in the stomach, they're dropping down. All these boxers, all these MMA fighters, they get hit all in the stomach and their legs and all this type of stuff, they still continue to go. So I want to give my uh, tip of the cap to both Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia. They both did a good job for what I saw. And again, I hope that they do run it back. Um, fighters are hoping that they run it back. I saw that Conor McGregor kind of gave some uh, kind words to Ryan Garcia backstage. And again, people are wanting to see the uh, match get run back. So hopefully they do that. And also, another thing I want to talk about briefly, 
Emin Ndoka. He was the guy that was the head coach of the Boston Celtics. He was in some bit of controversy. I want to say what? Early? Well, no, not early. Last year, like towards the beginning of the season for the NBA uh, Celtics, whenever uh, they somewhere in the Celtics organization uh, found out that he was messing around with some of the people in the organization, certain people of the office, and they suspended him and he was been suspended all this time. Apparently, he's been uh, not going to say released, but it has come to fruition that he is going to be head coach of the Houston Rockets next season. So that's there. Eman Adoka is not going to be going over to the Houston Rockets. That's good for them. I'm glad he's gotten a job because I didn't like that they blackballed him. I didn't like that the Boston Celtics, the NBA as a whole, just like blackballed him and he couldn't provide for his family. I didn't like that. So now that he's back and he's going to be the head coach of the Houston Rockets, that's a good thing for him. I hope that he's learned to not uh, fraternize or in the words of me or words of people that I've learned from, crap where you eat. I understand that it seems enticing because you see people every day. You might not at one point find somebody attractive, but as more time you be around them, you get to get uh, emotions and you start building them, and then you might look at them a certain type of way, and now you're like, okay, maybe I can see myself screwing this person. Don't do that. You have a family outside of this situation, or he at least did when he had Nia Long, but that's no longer the case right now. But anything can and will happen. He might get back with Nia Long. He might not. I don't care. That's their personal business. But I hope that he did learn from the Boston Celtics situation, and he uh, gets his job with Houston Rockets. He doesn't crap where he eats with the Houston Rockets. Uh, organization, anybody in that place, and he just does a job, get in, get out, and just go about his time. So I'm glad he's back to doing what he was meant to do, which is coach a basketball team. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon. Both of these gentlemen have been released from their jobs at their respective uh, news or reporting publications. Tucker Carlson, he got uh, fired, or they said it a separate ways with Tucker Carlson at Fox News while Don Lemon, he was fired. He let everybody know about that on Twitter, but I'll get to that in a minute. I want to talk about Tucker Carlson, and I want to read you something here. This comes from the Association Press. Defamation suit produced trove of Tucker Carlson messages. The $787.5 million settlement between Fox News and Dominion Voting Systems spared executives and on-air talent from taking the stand in a defamation lawsuit that centered on Fox airing false claims of a stolen election in the weeks after President Donald Trump's 2020 loss. The lawsuit still revealed plenty of what Fox personalities have been saying about the bogus election claims, including Tucker Carlson, the network's top-rated host who was let go on Monday. His unexplained departure has turned a spotlight on what he said in the depositions, emails, and text messages among the thousands of pages Dominion released in the lead-up to the jury selection in the case. Cross's messages, lambasted the news division and management, revealed how he felt about Donald Trump and demonstrated his skepticism of the election lies. So much so that Fox attorneys and company founder Rupert Murdoch held him up as part of their defense of the company. The judge who oversaw the case ruled that it was crystal clear none of the election claims related to Dominion was true. So, with Tucker Carlson being the top-rated guy in Fox News, bringing in the most ratings over there for that network, Dominion was really trying to poke and prod at what Tucker Carlson was uh, saying in his text messages and emails about Donald Trump and about the whole uh, election dealing. And to a point, I want to read you something here. 
In a ex text exchange with an unknown person on January 4th, 2021, Carlson expressed anger towards Trump, saying that we are very, very close to being able to ignore Trump most nights. And that I truly can't wait. Carlson said he had no doubt there was fraud in the 2020 election, but said Trump and his lawyers had so discredited their case and the media figures like himself that is infuriating, absolutely enrages me. Now, after the morning of January 7th, 2021, a day after the violent assault on the U.S. Capitol, Carlson and longtime producer Alex Preffer bemoaned how the rioters had believed Trump election lies. They take the president literally, Puffer said. He is to blame for everything that happened today. The problem is a little deeper than that, I say, Carlson replied. Obviously, the problems are deep, but at the core of it is Trump saying it was stolen. Puffer wrote, not the core, Carlson wrote awful but a symptom later carlson writes of trump he's a demonic force a destroyer but he's not going to destroy us i've been thinking about this every day for four years so this tell you carlson did not like trump he did not like trump at all as you can tell he was thinking about trump being a demonic force for the last what four years and when you think about that playback from 2021 from four years of that that goes to 2017 where trump technically started his uh presidency as president so that gives you what he thought about president trump at that time well trump as president at that time sorry to even say president trump but you get my point um carlson didn't like him carlson did not like trump even though fox was being heralded as the trump news organization that constantly uh posted anything out there about trump trump was doing good here trump was doing good there while every other news organization out there was kind of pushing back on Trump doing things, Fox was always the network championing Trump. And with, again, Tucker Carlson being their number one guy for ratings, Carlson had to be the guy to push it. So with Dominion and Fox having that little uh, face-off, tense face-off in the lawsuit that only lasted, what, so shortly before Fox ended up uh, saying that they will pay a $787 million settlement to Dominion, that tells you something right there. They looked at Tucker Carlson and they know that, okay, we got to get rid of Tucker. Even much so that literally the week after they decided, that, okay, here's the settlement with Dominion, we're going to have Tucker Carlson work that whole entire week on Fox. And then that Friday, well, technically last Friday, he gave his send-off saying, we'll be back Monday. Monday never came for Tucker Carlson. He found out, just like everybody else, on Monday that he was fired. So Tucker Carlson is no longer part of Fox News, and I think it's because of the emails or text messages, whatever may have you, of Tucker Carlson kind of being against Trump throughout that whole election fraud uh, scam situation in private, but in public he had to play the face of the network for Trump and for Fox. I think that's what kind of ultimately did them in. Well, even though they found no election uh, tampering, but I think that kind of what did them in. If Tucker Carlson was rah-rah Trump, even in, like, private, I don't think Tucker Carlson would have gotten the boot. But since you got somebody, and you got legitimate evidence that say that, yo, he's not really for Trump like that. He's only doing it for the network and we have the emails and kind of text messages to prove it, yeah, that kind of gives a big W over to your opposition that have been a Dominion voting system. So right there, 
Tucker Carlson, he kind of had to go. And again, since he brings in the big networks and he's kind of the face and he was the guy that kind of was not in line with what the company wanted in private and it got exposed out there, he had to go. So Tucker Carlson's out of a job. Now off to Don Lemon and CNN. Don Lemon would tweet out, I was informed this morning by my agent that I had been terminated by CNN. I am stunned. After 17 years at CNN, I would have thought that someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly. At no time was I ever given any indication that I would not be able to continue to do the work I have loved at the network. It is clear that there are some larger issues at play. With that said, I want to thank my colleagues and the many teams I have worked with for an incredible run. They are the most talented journalists in the world, and I wish them all the best. Now, that's what Don Lemon said about his uh, tenure after being fired from CNN on Monday. And this was another one that kind of didn't leave me shocking because I thought about, okay, they're getting Don Lemon out of here because of what he said about Nikki Haley being past her prime. And he said that on live network television. He didn't say that in uh, privacy. No, he said that on television. So that kind of got him some hot water. So he was skating off of that. And again, we don't know what really put the nail in the coffin for Don Lemon. They're going to probably say something this or something that, but I don't think nobody's ever really going to know. I think Don Lemon knows what the real deal is. I think Don's going to talk about it on his own time when he actually uh, hears it from somebody in the company. But I think Don has some ideas. Me, as a just viewer and I, what I know about Don Lemon, I don't know much about him, but I know about what he had that situation with Nikki Haley. Not really situation, but he said those comments and people was on his ass from Twitter. You had females on him. You had other people... Uh, getting on Don Lemon for that comment about Nikki Haley being past her prime. That's one thing. I think the CNN kind of had to give him a couple warnings because he was getting uh, drunk during the whole New Year's festivities whenever he was doing uh, live television on New Year's. There'll be footage of him being drunk. And I think he even missed the countdowns on uh, New Year's. I think it was what this past New Year or last New Year, one of the two. You can look it up yourself. And I believe that he missed a countdown on it. And I don't think the network was really happy about that. So I think a couple things kind of added up for Don Lemon. And that's just what happened. I think Don Lemon got excommunicado out of CNN. I think he just got the boot. And again, I think it's because of past things that started added up. And someone in the company that probably had a real hard on for Don Lemon just thought, okay, we're going to kick Don Lemon out. I think that... We can kick him out since Tucker Carlson got the boot and he was the highest rated for Fox. Why can't we kick Don Lemon out so we can kick him out? So that's what's going on with that situation with Don Lemon. I don't know by the time of this recording comes out uh, what the case is going to be for Don Lemon, what they're going to really say. I know right now uh, somebody posted on Twitter that the New York Times is writing up something. And probably by the time this has been already out there that um they're saying that Don Lemon had an ontents. Well, a tense on-air interview last week with a Republican, and they tried to talk to Don Lemon about slavery, how about blacks got uh, freed from slavery, but also with the help from the NRA. And I saw the clip of it there, and Don Lemon was just pushing back on it, saying that's not true. And people in the comments were saying that Don Lemon's right about that one. I don't know why people are tripping if that's the reason why Don's getting fired. They're wrong for doing that to Don. I don't know. I personally do not look too much into that because that's not my business there. But I feel that it's cowardly if you're going to fire someone because they had a tense uh, 
conversation with someone and you're just disputing what they're claiming to you while you're black and they're trying to tell you about your lineage and about this and that and you're living the experience that was all Donald was trying to say that's not true because how can you tell me because I'm black and I'm living that experience right now and all that so that's one reason why they're trying to fire Don Lemon I don't agree with that but again it is what it is businesses can fire you I'm not sure how uh his contract worked out with CNN I hope that he's going to get a some type of settlement package the same way that Chris Cuomo did whenever he left uh CNN hopefully that happens and again we're going to have to see what happens where Don Lemon ends up where Tucker Carlson ends up I think Tucker Carlson if anything he might try to what start his own thing up on YouTube or something until another big news organization probably grabs him up. Same thing with Don Lemon. Don Lemon probably can go to another news organization. He can probably go to CBS or an ABC or even NBC, to be honest with you, because I think those companies would gladly take Don Lemon. And here's something that I don't think a lot of people know this, except for if you're like in the news journalism business. And this wasn't anything that I knew until I learned this in my journalism class. Um, the best time to look for a job when you're a journalist is in the summer. I thought that was the weirdest thing. I thought probably like fall or probably even the winter. No, in the summer. Summer is the best time to look for a job when you're the when you are a journalist. So with Don Lemon and both Tucker Carlson being two big time uh figureheads in the journalist media news world, and it's about to be summertime, you might say it's springtime. No. Right now, in certain places, it's hot. It feels like summer. So I'm going to say right now, it's straight up to summertime. Um, They're going to be hot commodities. I think a news organization is going to grab up one of those two or even both of them. So be on the lookout whenever you see Don Lemon announces that he's signed to this company, to this news organization, or even Tucker Carlson, because I think they're going to get signed up too. And you know what the funny thing is? I'm waiting for the third like news figurehead to see who's going to get released, because Everything comes in three with the news allegations. A couple years ago, you had uh, what was my man? Charlie Rose getting ousted from CBS. You had Matt Lauer get ousted from NBC. And it took some time, but I think somebody else from Fox got fired during that situation. So that's your three there. And now with the new three, I think they're going to count TJ Holmes and Amy Robach with their consensual relationship getting fired from ABC being the first of the three. Then you got now Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon uh, finishing out the two and three spot. So there you have it. You have your three right there. And I do wonder where all four of them are going to end up. Again, TJ Holmes and Amy Robach, they were consensual uh, adults here. I don't think they should have got released from ABC, but they did. It is what it is with that. And I do wonder where they're going to be going. Uh, Don Lemon and Tucker. I think Tucker, he's going to be on YouTube. If anything else, he can do it his way there and he can try to uh, cash in on that. If he doesn't get a new gig on uh, any type of news uh, publications, I think Don Lemon, he'll be able to find another job at a news publication, probably taking over for a night shift somewhere on ABC, CBS, NBC, one of those three. That's where I see Don ending up with personally, but only time will tell with that. But again, it was real shocking to me, but it is what it is when it comes down to the news. Everything makes the news, and now it just happened to be their time. They were part of the news uh, situation this week. Now to cap everything off, since I'm hitting around my 20-minute mark, the NFL draft. The NFL draft is happening 
tomorrow night, and I want everybody to um, just be okay out there. I want people to not be so harsh on these college players that are going to be getting their lives changed and when they get the call and they have to go up on the stage and shake the hand with uh, the commissioner and be announced that they're part of this new football team. I want the fans to not take it personally on these kids. They're still kids. They're now becoming multimillionaires. And also, I want to give some advice to the athletes that are about to get their lives changed. You're about to get a lot of money popped into your hands. And I want you guys to please be aware of the people that are around you before you got that money. If there are people that are around you before you got that money, they were always there. They always treated you well. They treated you nice. Make sure to look out for them. I'm not saying to constantly fist over hand with money every time you see them. No, just look after them. Make sure you can dab up them a little bit from time to time. But don't just like keep on jabbing them up with money, money every time. Because then they will think that you're just paying them off for something. Or you might hold some resentment for them later down the line. I don't want none of that to happen because we've seen too many of that happen in life. We've seen too many of that being reported out there. Please just keep note of the people that were around you who treated you nice before you got the money. One. Two, if you're in a relationship with someone before you got the money, note how long you were in that relationship with them. Because some people might just be using you for a ride because they knew you were on the come up, because they knew you were a top prospect, and you knew that you were going to get called into the NFL. Please be aware of that because again certain people they use people and you don't want to be used there's been too many cases like that either in the nfl or in the nba or any type of male dominated sports there's always been those things please keep that on top of your mind and also know how to manage your money keep an eye out on your financial guy or financial woman whoever is keeping up with your finances because some of those people not all of them. Some of them are actually pretty nice. Some of them are actually pretty good. Some of them are actually going to do you well. But there have been, and there's been documented, there have been people to take your money. There's been people that have taken sports athletes' money and just run with it, and you'll never see it again. And people have done crazy business dealings just because they hear the financial person say it. Long and unknowing, at the end of it, it was only for them to basically get robbed by their financial person. So please Watch out for who you hire to basically look after your finance. If I was anyone, I would try to say, hey, yo, give me Jalen Hurst's uh, manager's number. Because right now she has all the shine on her. She has taken care of Jalen Hurst. She's gotten him uh, a big fat contract in the NFL. And personally, she's the only person around here right now that's actually doing good business from what it seems. So if I was anybody going into the NFL... I'll try to find out who her manager was and try to see how you can get in contact with her and see if she can be your manager for the NFL. That would be my situation right there. Just be on the lookout. Don't spend your money, too. There's been too many of that going around, too. Uh, be careful. Be safe. Fans, be courteous to these kids that are coming out of college, as I said before. And to finish everything off, to the people that are going to get drafted I hope you guys enjoy your time. I hope you guys enjoy your time in the league. Don't let the league use you. Let you use the league. Have you use the league. That's basically how that term goes. So basically, try to squeeze all the leverage, all the juice out of the league because they're going to try to do that to you because you can get dropped at any moment 
as that has been shown time and time again. So have fun, and I just want everyone to enjoy themselves, and I know the draft is going to at least give us some uh, good moments. And if anything, Twitter is at least going to be fun. So go on Twitter Thursday night and just look at people just losing their crap over people just uh, getting drafted. So that's all I got to say for that. Now, with all that being said, it's time for me to get you guys out of here before I play the song of the week. I do have to remind you guys that I do have a Sunday episode out called Terrible Times. If you have not listened to it, I would suggest you should listen to it. I think you will at least get some uh, benefits out of it. And also, if you watch or listen to professional wrestling or follow it, I do have a Saturday episode called Wrestling Highlights of the Week. I do that every single week. I do have my latest episode out as well. So if you want to listen to that, that'll be great as well. Now. If you could, subscribe to the pod and drop a review for it. That would be greatly appreciated. Wherever you listen to the podcast at, that would be greatly, greatly appreciated for me because it allows the algorithm to let people know that this podcast exists, and that would be greatly appreciated. Now, the song of the week, it is called Swiss Beats Runaway featuring Nas off of Swiss Beats EP album Hip Hop 50 Volume 2. You can listen to that wherever you listen to any music, whether it be Apple, Spotify, YouTube, uh, go ahead and check it out. But with that being said, here's Swiss Beats Runaway featuring Nas. When my heart aches, I'm drowning, pain won't go away. And in my cups, brown fills my brain, won't go away. These five yellow girls out on parade, asphyxiate. In one night, niggas cooking at work. We thirsty to see it come back. Killers and rats, so crack fiends. Where I hung at, driving through every borough with your woman. I done that. Cuban link dreams, chasing fiends down. These fell, nothing frisked me. I had the nerve, not even put the weed down. These clowns thirsty to squeeze rounds. Still trapped in a box, trying to clear Y'all my know the deal. Still And it's calming my brain, which is ever moving I still remember shootings that never moved out my thoughts Blowing by the basketball court, they went to war, it happened All I imagine sometime, under sunshine, on vacation Things I did in my hood situations, oh well Probably was a bad father to my firstborn, lover to death But I ain't been home since my first song provided for But money can't replace a father for him. Plus I got a son blessed with kids, yeah, man, I adore him And I was sure I was gonna leave this life too fast I got guardian angels, came down to save my ass Yeah, yeah, yeah. That nice. That's outside.
New York.